I have been back from my two-year mission trip for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints for five years, just crazy. And this podcast has been alive for three of them. So that is also pretty crazy. I think the math works out that way. But yeah, I wanted to share five little pieces of advice I would like to give for Dallin in the next year or so. I am going without candy for the next year, candy sweets. I am. I have such a sweet tooth, right? I think... It's so easy to give in to our weaknesses. Like I love talking with people who have a lot of vision and stuff. So sometimes I'll just jump on YouTube and go to those people that I know have a lot of vision. I'll just listen to them talk and talk and talk and talk and talk about what they've done like 20 years ago. And it's inspiring. And then I do literally nothing. And so again, we're we're done with that. (laughs) It's kind of like you go to this, you have this house that you love going to. And it's like, if they always had candy there, imagine if like people always had candy on their doorstep, you'd always go and get more candy, but that's not how it is. Halloween is once a year. (laughs) I'm fine. I'm fine. A little bit, a little bit blown away right now, but you know, it just kind of blows me away. It's been a whole other year. Like what? And especially since I've done a whole other year of podcasting, it seems like nothing has really happened. <laughs> it's like, what is going on? I, I don't know. I don't know. It's okay. I think there's just a lot of different things I could say right now. One is great. I mean, I am grateful. I'm grateful that I can breathe. I can talk. I can do this. I feel like if I showed my life, my exact life, everything, everything in my life right now, literally everything, you showed it to somebody in a third world country, they would look at it and be like, yo, I'd trade place with him in a second. Maybe that's being a little hard on myself and maybe that's not 100% the truth, but I do need to learn more gratitude for myself. I feel like there, there's really been times when I have celebrated every single step of the journey. Nothing can take me down. I am celebrating every single step of this journey. I don't even care. I'm just going to celebrate it. But recently, in the last year or so, I think I kind of got to this point where it's like, okay, well, I'm not going to celebrate this step. I'm going to celebrate this one that's like 20 steps away. And that one I'm going to celebrate. And that's just not healthy, for one thing. Because when you have this like gap of of when you reward yourself for doing certain things, it, it it's demotivating, for one thing. And for me, like being somebody that has a little bit of ADHD, that benefits from knowing what's coming up and having predictable rewards and stuff, you know, I think that's a big reason why video games have, you know, enthralled me and inspired me for so many years is like, they're very predictable and they're rewarding and stuff like that. And there's been times my life is like a video game and I enjoy it. But lately it's sort of felt like I don't even know what to say. It's just felt sort of like I'm in a testing hall or I'm in a tutoring center with God and we're just learning the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. And it's like, when am I ever going to get out of this tutoring center? And it just seems endless. But I mean, that's the best place to be, right? With God, like that's literally the best place to be, like period, exclamation point, done. Yeah. So we, we've rambled a tiny bit. We have, I have these five pieces of advice I want to give myself 
that are sweeter than candy because I will not be having candy for the next year and candy or sweets. I'll have, I'll have this figured out because when you, when you tell yourself, okay, I'm going to do these different things, your brain is going to do stuff. So that is possible. You know, there's been times where I'm like, I go to bed and I'm like, okay, I'd really like to wake up at this time. And guess what? My brain does it because the brain is amazing, you know? And so it's like, I don't have to have cake my next birthday. I don't have to have cupcakes. I don't have to have any, I don't have to have any of that. You know, I just don't. And any kind of buddy that upset somebody who says that I need to, I mean, they're wrong. There's some suggestions I'll give myself and they would be, some people would be like, no, that's crazy. And I say, no, it, no, no, no. Like, this is me. Like, this is me from like 20 plus years of living my life. And there's things that come up over and over again. And it's like, if I don't figure some of this stuff out, you know, I need, I need to figure this out. Right. So whenever I want candy or I want sweets or some other instant gratification garbage, because we've all fallen for it. I'm going to give myself one of these five pieces of advice. They are your system is your lifeline. Stop putting on the hat of worry. Right, right, right. Wear flip-flops more and play more basketball. We can go through each one. I know this has been a really long intro, but that's where we're at. I'm sorry. So one, your system is your lifeline. You know, lately I've been playing a lot of tower defense games and, you know, it's inspiring and interesting because, you know, different waves are at different difficulties. And the same thing goes with life too. As you gain more responsibility, sometimes things will get more difficult. And all of a sudden, sometimes you want to be like, wait, 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 can we just have no responsibility? But if you have no responsibility, then you have no power really right i mean there's the thing from spider-man that with great power comes great responsibility but if you don't have any responsibility then it kind of eliminates a lot of your power because you need to have responsibility for different things so like my system that i have for showering writing sleeping like those those are my like that is like building like a tower defense team or something that makes a thing happen. And that is my lifeline. If that's gone, then, then it's not going to be good because then basically anything can get through. Cause sometimes I just am so curious and so not able to just stop, you know, without a system, I sometimes will just go on a long, long, long walk or stay up playing video games or something like that. So the system is is the lifeline. So that that's something I would say to myself. Like if you want a different outcome, create a different system. You know, you're not going to have a fantastically amazing newsletter if you only send it out like once a month. I mean, maybe it feels like a super amazing newsletter, but there there has to be a better system than that. It just it just isn't, it's just not going to happen, man. So, so like everything I have right now in my life, a lot of things are the result of falling systems or neglecting systems. So if I want to have things go better, then I need to have better systems. Okay. Second thing is putting on the hat of worry. Let's stop that. 
S-T-O-P stop sign. You know, it's interesting because that is a word that has come to my mind multiple times over the last little bit. Stop. Which which is interesting because it's like, okay, we'll stop what? There's a lot of things, of course, that that we can stop. But I think that's one of the big things is just to stop putting on the hat of worry. I think there's times where there's there's no hat on my head and I'm I'm like chilling and things are fine. And then, you know, I start thinking about the future. Or I think of things that are ahead that I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. And then all of a sudden, don't, this is not a hat of worry. But imagine I put on the hat of worry and I just get frustrated and upset and everything. So obviously need to stop doing that. You know, putting on like the hat of like encouragement, <laughs> hat of like forward thinking, hat of love, hat of acceptance, Hat of belief, hat of understanding, hat of joy, hat of innovation, trying new things, appreciating the moment. Literally anything else besides worry. The thing with all these other ones is it does take a form of work for it to actually be effective. For worrying to be effective, you don't have to do anything. You just have to worry. And then it's very effective. It's very effective. You don't really have to do anything. So putting on different hats, having different hats. I have a lot of different hats. I have a hat for a lot of different things. I don't really think of them as like, this is the hat of worry. Although one of my hats, I think of it as like my long-term thinking hat. I wear it when I want to do long-term thinking. And that's more or less an experiment, I guess. It happens sometimes and I'm tired of it and it's not helping. And I'm trying to think like five years in the future because, you know, it's already been five years since my mission. And regardless of anything that happens or anything that I think about myself or anything that, you know, anything, I, I imagine I'll probably be alive in five years, you know, knock on wood. I'm pretty, pretty sure. And hopefully we'll be in a completely different spot than we are right now. I don't, I don't see any, I think the pain is way too great as far as like just what I feel on a daily basis, just from feeling like I have so many things left to give and just not having a good system or, or just whatever. It's just too much for me to imagine not turning it around, you know, because there's times in my teens where I'd get sort of stuck. Same thing, same exact stinking thing. Put on the hat of worry. Oh, the kids don't like me at school, blah, 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 blah. I used to have this thing where I didn't like how my hair looked. And so I always had to have my hair a certain way, you know, and I just go through different things. And it's like, we're putting on the hat of worry, you know, but then once I got into high school, you know, I just was able to put that off. And a lot of that was from being homeschooled for a year, but it's just like, dude, 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 stop, stop, stop putting on the hat of worry. When has that ever helped you? Never helped you. I think worrying and overthinking are like best friends or cousins or something like that. So if you get one, you'll get the other. And I don't like either one. I like the super smooth, chill thinking that comes when you're just having a good conversation with somebody that you talk well with. And it's just great. And you're just like, okay, that was smooth like butter. And I see what I can do better in the future. Overthinking is generally done by yourself. And uh, yeah, it's not helpful. So, Dallin, stop putting on the hat of worry. Because uh, there's a lot of other better hats out there. And you've worn those before. And certainly 
has uh, blessed you. Number three, write, write, write. I don't think, no, I know for certain that I've not touched like my full potential with writing. I think it's so easy to get into a system that is very comfortable. You know, I write a couple times here and there and I write every day still, but it's like, well, what am I writing? And what kind of impact is that having? Am I writing like TED Talks? No, you know, and then that's okay, obviously. But I look at like times I wrote the most, at least over the last five years, the times I wrote the most were the times I felt most in control of my life. Usually right now, even though I have all this free time, writing is not something I do all the time. It sort of is something that I do when I'm stressed. And obviously it helps relieve stress, but it needs to become something that I do because I'm a writer and because that's what I do. You know, I feel good when I tell others I'm a writer, you know, I just do. And so it's like, well, since it's something that benefits me, then I need to keep doing it. You know, I do a lot of writing. I've done plenty of writing, but I need to do more of it. And I need to use it strategically, you know, because there's, there's people that would like to write as well as me. You know, we're all, we're all so easily able to just be like, okay, you know, this is my worst attribute ever. And this is this person who is like, so, so good at that. And we'll just compare ourselves to them all day long. It's like our worst to their best. And it's so unfair. So unfair. <laughs> it's not fair at all. Because we have so many other good things going for us, but sometimes we just we just forget. So when you're feeling frustrated, write. Like I've written songs this year. I've written a ton of poetry this year. You know, I want to write, write, write more, 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 and do more, you know? Like have my writing really, really show and be like a like my my own like a fruit of like growing and moving and stuff like that you know have cool things to write about it's like it's like that quote from Ben Franklin if you're not to be a forgotten as soon as you're dead either do something worth writing or write something worth doing i think <laughs> that's what it is right do something worth writing or write something worth doing i, th- I think that's what it was yeah, I'm pretty, pretty sure I can. No, I'm not going to. Well, we can pause real quick and double check. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was actually, if you're not to be forgotten as soon as you're dead, either do things worth writing or write things worth reading. That makes a lot more sense. It makes a lot more sense. So yeah, Dallin, please write, write, write more. Please write more. I think of like this one, one day at BYU-Idaho where I wrote so much and I felt so much better. It was bliss. It was so cold outside and everybody was walking around doing their thing. I was just writing. It was so nice. You know, in the next year, I would love to be making a full-time income as a writer. That'd be so dope. And the only way that's going to happen is if we write more and get better at it. We dive deep in strategy. We just go so deep and just don't escape that beautiful, beautiful place of writing. Just keep going there. Go there a lot. Like think of it like, an amusing park or think of it like someone's house, you know, somebody that I'd like to get to know better. Whenever I write, I'm spending time with that person, you know, think of it that way or or something like that, but please write more. 
Number four, it's wearing flip-flops more. This is more of like a psychology kind of hack. I'm wearing flip-flops right now. I find that for me, flip-flops help me to calm down and chill and relax. I visited Florida for the first time. Probably it was back in June. It was back in June. And I loved it. And I wore flip-flops a lot. And I'm like, oh my goodness, yo. Why the heck don't I live here? And I'm still asking myself that question. I, I'm like, yo, like we need to live there and chill out. <laughs> Just, it'd be so nice. I feel like I'd love it there because I did already love it there. But for me, flip-flops just kind of remind myself of what kind of lifestyle I want to live, of just not having to worry and being able to just relax on a beach or just by myself. You know, I feel like they make me feel younger too, in a way. And so there's a lot of little reasons. And I think what I'm going to do for the time being is just when I wake up, because this this morning, full disclosure, I woke up at 7 had no desire to get out of my bed whatsoever. Even though I wrote down goals, I wrote down weekly goals, I wrote it all down. I had it all down. And guess what I did? I slept in. You know? Tomorrow, it's November 1st, going to wake up, get on my flip-flops, and go outside and lay in the grass or, or something, you know? I'm going to have flip-flops be be the routine. <laughs> just, just do that. Make that... Because I feel like it does. It does. It just helps me just feel and it just kind of takes me to a better place. I don't know how else better to say that. You know, I think, again, we're just sort of saying stuff, but I feel like in a way, flip-flops is sort of like the entrepreneurial, chill, freelancer lifestyle, whereas tennis shoes is like work nine to five. And I don't think there's there's nothing wrong with that. But I would like to think of myself more as a freelancer. Instead of this in-between garbage, can we please stop with that? That's that's what it's felt like. Where it's like I'm neither one. It's not helpful. So I'm going to be wearing the flip floppies a lot more. Because, yeah, there's a lot of reasons. But I think it just helps me to have more relaxed, chill, feeling, you know, and I think, I mean, we all have things that, that goes along with this, you know, if we did this one thing more, you know, it just would help like meditation obviously helps too. I think it's just nice to have your toes free too. I don't, I mean, socks are fine, but it's like, I was a kid. I, I would sometimes just take my socks off and run around cause I didn't really like socks. Number five, finally, I'm sorry. This is so long. Play more basketball. This past Wednesday, I went and played some basketball with some friends and felt super fantastic. And they're like, yeah, we're going to make this team. We're going to play. It's going to be super great. It's going to cost money, obviously, to be on this team. But it's going to be fun. It's going to be good. And I'm like, okay, like this, this is good. It felt, I felt great. Like I was on the basketball court and I was accepted. I was making shots. I was, I was pulling it off. It was great. It was awesome. Whereas there's other times and other places where it's just like, I just don't fit in there and I don't want to fit in there. You know, it's just, it's just not, it's just not me at all. You know, I think it's so easy to do that is to give up parts of yourself so you can fit in with other people and I mean, obviously you need to try new things and it's good to be social, but I also have my boundaries. And today it's like, hey, I don't want to go to any Halloween party tonight. It's like, I 
just want to stay inside and think and be like, okay, like I do feel like I need some direction and, you know, I just would like to get a better trajectory, you know, especially for the end of the year, because already for the rest of time and eternity, when I think of where was I was at, you know, five years after my mission, I'll think of this moment, you know, and we can't do anything about that. We can only choose to love that and appreciate that. Yeah. Dallin, in the next year, please play more basketball, please research specific players. Like there's no limit to what you can learn about basketball right now. This is literally the best time in the world to learn about literally anything. So it's obviously going to take more effort and you'll have to dig deep, but like learn about specific moves, learn about specific things, practice them. Like you have the skills to at least do the basics to some of the let like lower advanced moves. You totally do. So it's like practice it, do it. Like, you enjoy that. So why not make more time for it? Don't make time, more time for random YouTube scrolling, random Instagram watching candy. Cause we're not having candy for the next year. Just please do all these things because all these things are going to help you create more things because I, I don't think I've ever created something useful when I was wearing the hat of worry ever. It's always like, okay, Take the hat off, put a different hat on, take a step back, and now we're able to, you know, move forward and be sane again. Yeah, creating creates clarity, and so I I love that. I want more of that. But worrying doesn't help with that, and we're kind of going back to old ground. But yeah, please play more basketball. Please and thank you. Love you, man. Yeah, so those were our five little pieces of advice I wanted to give for myself and I guess for anybody else who's listening. You know, this is kind of just a more for me episode because I, it's just, I don't really have words for it. This feeling of just not reaching my potential. I mean, we all haven't reached our potential yet, but like I look back at the last year and it's like, okay, definitely, definitely, you know, made some mistakes learn from a lot of those mistakes, you know, still trying to improve and, and get better. But I think these things will get me in the right direction for the next, next little bit. And so if I'm craving any of that stuff, just please go back to this episode because this is a good part of what you need right now. You know, you've already spent tons of time researching YouTube videos, how to do this and that you've already done that. Now it's like, okay, you know, please, please just don't. I want to make a video about like this cycle of like this cycle of feeling enough because sometimes I don't feel enough. So I'll probably do a cycle or a video or a podcast about that. Cause I think that'd be interesting and be useful, but that's all I got for myself and for you. I hope you all have a happy Halloween. I think Halloween's also about facing your fears and just enjoying, you know, things, enjoying the moment and stuff too. But that that's all I have. So going to be doing those five things, remembering my system is my lifeline. So put making better systems, stop putting on the hat of worry, right, right, right. Wear flip flops more and just playing more basketball. So those are my five things and advice for myself for the next year. So yeah, that's, that's what I got. So thank you for listening and uh, don't forget to heal today and it'll be a better tomorrow.